Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and it is just me and my brother, Mr. BTG, Baylor the Great. Today, Mary is out handling other business. What's going on, Baylor? Oh, man, chilling. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We got to hold down the fort without without the first lady of the breaks, but you know, it is what it is. We we, we, we passed the mic back and forth well enough as it is, so we got this. Yeah, um, she'll be back. Oh yeah, gone but uh, like never forgotten, always miss. Uh, it very definitely adds a different dynamic to it. I feel like she centers us because we 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 border on the line of being creep mode a couple of times. It's just been me and you, but luckily, we really don't have much that should send us into creep mode at least on this recording. But I guess we'll that remains to be seen. Uh, <laughs> bro, uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're definitely gonna be getting into the presidential debate uh, in 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 the second segment of the show. But we got to start off talking about what everybody's talking about. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. So, hmm. I I feel like it was it was maybe like right after we got done recording that Tory Lanez decided to tweet out. Um, that he was finally he, he had time today he was finally going to speak on it uh he told people to come back to that night he announced a fucking album release bro um i what do you what do you think about using the publicity uh, the way that he did to announce the album have you even listened to the album i would imagine that you probably I did. didn't you did i did okay i did okay i did the only reason why i did is because i thought one of the tracks was I thought it was just going to be one track explaining the whole situation. Yeah. So apparently the whole album was explaining the situation. Now <laughs> I listened to the whole album, but Hayes, I didn't, I didn't listen to the whole, if you, you get me, I got you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I just went to certain tracks that was um, marketed and then that was it. And then everything else was just, after I heard one track, I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. But I, I, I listened to the rest of it mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm I'm surprised because these celebrities will do anything to get, you know, clicks and likes just like everybody else, you yeah. know what I mean? I I gave him the benefit of the doubt if I if he if he was going to say I didn't do it. That would have been a cold twist to it. Mm-hmm. But because he did it and the way he explained it, that was just bad timing. That it is just bad you you can't yo, he might be canceled forever. Well, you would say that, bro, but some people are saying this album is fire. Now I don't understand that uh, personally, like it being fire or whatnot. But the, I feel like now, like all the the sleaze bag men are like using this as like a rallying point. Like, yeah, y'all need to believe. Like, and I feel like it's turning into that. So like, he, I don't, I, bro, I don't really, honestly, I don't think you could cancel anyone nowadays, bro. Like, I think that you can try to, and you can maybe cancel them from a certain group of people. But I'm I'm believing more and more that cancel culture is is just the thing that it's of the time. But like, there's always enough people to keep riding for people that you can never truly all the way cancel somebody because there are some people who swear that this album's fucking amazing. I will say this: the new cancel is basically canceling them from the masses. Okay. So so a lot of people can get canceled, but they're. Their hardcore fans will pr- probably stick with them. Okay, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So for example, so for example, um, and her name is her name is slipping my uh, my mind uh, real quick. But there was a beef that both fan bases put up against. It was it was Beyonce and what's her name? Real cute. She's in my top five. 
I can't think of her name. Okay. I can't think of her name, but I got and I got a few songs. I cannot think of her name. But anyhow, she was quote unquote canceled because she may have came at Beyonce or something or said something negative about Beyonce. Yet and still she still has her own fan base. Carrie Hilson. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie Hilson. So she she's not canceled by everybody, but the masses don't really mess with her like that no more. Okay. And I, and I think the response that he's getting from other artists and, and people who are in it, like the fans are one thing, but like, he's never going to come go on the breakfast club again. I, I, I just yeah, wouldn't see it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, it's, it's things like that. Like the Rick Ross thing. Um, and I mean, there are some celebrities that are like hear him out too, but I think overall, like the response to his peers is really going to dictate what he's able to do because Tori lived off features for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And that are people really going to be reaching out to Tory Lanez to sing their hook right now with what's going on around him? Now, if it comes, if, so, if once all the facts are out, the case is over with, if it if it comes out that it's not quite what people thought, it's not quite how Megan painted it, it's not quite where he painted it, it was somewhere in between the two. If that's the case, if that if that ends up coming out, I can see people, him maybe not being as canceled as what what some people are thinking but overall like it's just it's just not a good look man all the way around it's just i don't know who on his pr team thought this would be a good idea man like it's and he just released a video today like it's just i mean i don't know what what it depends on like you said it depends on what come out i'm not sure what else can come out that'll help fix the situation because at this point even if the truth did come out people will probably still want to believe the lie that's true. And I could I can call a lot of people hypocrites because we're so quick to cancel our own, but we still ain't canceled six nine though. You're right about that. I mean So, you know, I'm, we pick and choose. The thing with, with six nine being can I mean he's he his album release did not go to as people planned, even the way that it was seeming that it, projections that it was gonna go. So I mean, there are definitely gonna be people who are turned off from Tory forever, just like there are people who turned off from Takashi forever. But I don't know, like, especially like hip hop music right now is just so it's it it's it's the biggest genre in the world. I don't think you can completely cancel anyone. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I just I don't know. I'm not sure how his music would be impactful. Yeah. OK. You know, especially when you said, you know, 50 to maybe even 70 percent of his music is based off of features. Yeah. So if that's the case, you now we're going to see just like we was waiting to see who was going to work with six nine. Now we're going to be waiting to see who's going to work with Tory. That is that is a fact. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll 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 see. This has been a been like quarantine has done some crazy shit. Like this is just crazy, man, bro. All right, let's move off that man. So, uh, well, kind of on the same subject. Um, so Megan Thee Stallion's label is investigating if somebody from Tory Lanez's team investigated an executive on there and the reason that this happened is that there apparently like there have been some posts to come out about Megan Thee Stallion it says in the, in the article that I read it called it a smear campaign that's a bit too strong of a word for me because like I haven't seen anything about it on Twitter if it wasn't for me researching for the show I may have not ever seen it but apparently there's there were some details that came out and even a fake gmail account that was attached to one of the executives at, at Megan Thee Stallion's label that they're now investigating. Do you think Tory has spies in the camp? What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that could be possible. Yeah. That could be possible, especially because the thing is, we don't know who all run in their little crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it could be a situation where they have a, they have a few mutual friends or associates. You know what I mean? And, and again, this is all about grabbing headlines at the point. 
at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people would some people would literally sell some information to get some change or to get some notoriety, some type of fame or something like that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's stupid and I think it's dangerous to play around with because this is this can go beyond uh legal matters. Yeah. This can go into the this can go into the streets. You know what I mean? And that that that's for certain for certain. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised. And you know, Tori's likes to have this tough guy image, even though he's like five four. But um you sit your little ass down. <laughs> exactly. It's just head. like like go stand in the corner. But I really think like we know that Houston Houston loves Megan the Stallion. And people mm-hmm. in Houston ain't nothing to fucking play with. So it's like right. I don't you know, hopefully, and I'm not calling for it because I like to think that whatever it is, let the legal matter sort sort itself out. I don't want to see nobody going to jail, get getting into no fights, nothing over this. Because at the end of the day, like no, none of us know for 100 percent what happened. You can pick your side of who you believe. That's in your right. But I would, I hope when we're living in a time where you know we we talk about justice and everything, like hopefully it comes out and what happens happens. But Tori, I'll tell you right now. This cocky cockiness he's trying to pull. In. What's up with these with these people? This generation now disappearing off the face of the earth, and then coming back and wanting to act like they were like walking in the hood, calling people out, like like Tori on this, like in, in the video that he is like calls himself the king and shit. Like, bro, you were nobody knew where the fuck you were. You were in the same fucking hole Takashi was in in custody. Like, like, come on, man, this shit is ridiculous, bro. Yeah, man, it's an ego thing, you know. It's an ego thing. So you know, that's that's something that he got to deal with. I at, at some point we we gonna get all passes and we are not gonna care anymore. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, let's move in to the next topic. More positive news. So, uh, Young Jeezy, just Jeezy now, uh, announced that he is doing a new show called called uh, Worth a Conversation on the new newly announced Fox Soul. Um, bro, I don't know about you, like. The the progression of Jeezy from like young Jeezy to now like the grown man and businessman that he's turned into. I know people like made fun of the picture, said it didn't feel like him and everything. But it's funny because he's a he's a Jay Z protege and he's following that mm-hmm. he's following that progression very well. What do you think about that? Uh well, I mean it's always refreshing when you see quote unquote hood cats um just reinvent themselves or not even reinvent, just upgrade, you know? Yeah. Um and so I, the thing about it is I've seen this personally in, in, in the hood to where cats that you used to kick it with, that you used to hoop with or mm-hmm. used to bang with. Then you fast forward and these cats got families. They dating outside. Look, and, 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 and I'm for it. They dating outside their race. And it's big for me because where I come from, we've only been around, you know, blacks and Hispanics. Yeah. So when you go start dating others outside of your comfort zone, or I should say, uh, is this – you? Is it showing us like you've you've gotten to another level in life? You yeah. you have another understanding of life, and so for him to progress from this trap star um, to where he is now, I mean, it's dope. It's just that the content got to be good, bro. <laughs> like we gonna salute you on the change, but let's let's make sure it's good. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully the show's good. Hopefully, I mean, we'll see. We've seen Fat Joe, Joe Button, Lil Wayne with with his podcast, like. A lot of a lot of mm-hmm. rappers from that era now have podcasts um, and shows, and they've they've transitioned. Nori is another one. Gilly the Kid, they've transitioned into into media um, personalities very well, and I think it's because they know how to navigate the streets. They know how to navigate uh, and what younger artists and people and creatives go through, um, so they're able to 
speak to them and they get respect from them. And, you know, Jeezy is well respected. So, you know, I hope that it, it, it that maintains, you know, anytime a, a new brand is launched, especially Fox Soul, you start, it does raise some eyebrows of like, okay, what are you guys trying to do here? But overall, until 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 I'm pro- it's proved otherwise, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So salute to him. Let's see where this go. Let's <laughs> see how long he keeps it going. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Last topic in this segment: Azila Banks uh, is being sued by her manager for extortion. Oh man, look, is she like never not in trouble, bro? Like she's she's one of the people. Like she's a fem- almost a female Takashi Six Nine. Not in the fact of like trolling, but in fact, it's always some bullshit going on with her, and it's crazy because yeah. you know her. T- I, I, I don't love her music. It's cool. I can understand why people would enjoy it. But at the end of the day, like everything else is outshining you musically. And like for her ex-manager to say he has she had people threatening him and it was all fine. He wasn't going to he wasn't going to uh, do any type of legal action until uh, she mentioned his family. Uh, he, he, she mentioned his family more recently. And like he just had a kid and shit like you get you can't keep people who aren't from the streets aren't going to take kindly to that type of shit because they look at it as oh you may be for real like she's she probably in all honesty what the comments she made didn't mean anything by it was just trying to sound tough but when you say stuff like that to people who are corporate people and have been in this world their whole lives they're not going to play with you about that and they do and unfortunately he does have a case because those comments were made publicly what do you think b mm, well i mean she got a lot to learn from that one then yeah she's gonna be blurting out shit like that look man i don't know i I really, I wouldn't be mad if we got a, um, if we got a, a, a movie, a biopic on her, because mm-hmm. it's some shit that it's some shit that we don't know about yeah. that explain that explain her actions. Why she acts the way she does? I wouldn't be surprised about yeah. that either. That actually makes a lot of sense, bro. I would not be surprised by that at all. I mean, hopefully she finds the piece that she needs. Like ultimately, like I think. With a lot of these young artists, when they act like this, it's because that's what they think they need to do to gain the spotlight, right? And it's it's mm-hmm. your talent should speak before everything. Like some people are able to have big, uh, boisterous personalities because their their talent sh- it matches with that. But very often, the mm-hmm. ones with the biggest amount of talent, they don't have to talk a lot. Cole, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody, uh, even Missy to a certain degree, they they create what they want to create, and then when it's not their time in the limelight, they go the fuck away, and they'll come back in a couple of years. Like I don't, I don't know, man. I don't but know. I think I think it's because some of the artists that you just said, mm-hmm. they know how they they probably know they probably knew how to control their experiences in the industry. That's true. You know what I mean? Right. And and like I said, man, we I honestly believe, and this is just this is just my hypothesis. I think it's just something that's just. It's something in her closet, not mm. something that, you know, this could have been something that was done to her, something that she's experienced or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. It just don't sit right. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Hopefully. Because I don't because I don't because I, cause I don't even feel like some of the shit that she does is for attention. I really feel like she has she hurt, just hurt, hurt and angry. Mm. I mean, hell, you may be right, bro. I can't say I can't. I can't disagree with that. Like, whatever it is, hopefully she finds it because it's 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 not looking good. Like, it's not looking good. People like this flame out very early on, and you know, she has some talent. Like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of her music. I can see why some people would 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 like it. So, like, like just make some music. Like, put it in your music. That's another thing. Put all that shit. In. That's one thing that '90s and early 2000s artists were able to do. They put everything in their fucking music now yeah they still said some shit and did some shit that was wild that they were wilding out about but they they filtered all that shit 
through music. Like nowadays, people are all it's all about the trend. It's all about social media. It's not even about the music, so to say, anymore. Come on, we got to get better with this shit, man. Well, as talented as as you just said she is, mm-hmm. maybe she just doesn't know how to turn that frustration, pain, experience into. She can't be a Mary J. Blige. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe she's maybe she's too young to understand how to do that. Maybe it's some things that she just can't say out loud. There you go. You got a point. You got a point. I can't I can't argue against that. So uh we'll we'll pray for her. Hopefully she finds her her center, her balance, and she can keep it moving. Um but just like that, we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna get into our first break. When we come back, we got a couple of things to talk about. Uh we'll be right back after this. Hey guys, it's your girl back easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, bro. So I don't know if you got a chance to watch the commercial yet, but 21 Savage and Metro Boomin have an album that's coming out. The The cover art is like an old cash money cover art. Like they threw back to that. They got fucking Morgan Freeman on the commercial of this narrating this shit. Bro. I don't listen really to to 21 Savage at all for real. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that was one of the most fire commercials for a fucking project. I don't even know if they even make commercials for projects anymore. Everything's all social media based. <laughs> that shit was fucking that shit was fire, bro. Did you get a chance to watch no, it? No, wait, did, did did Nas have a commercial? Yeah, well, yeah, Nas does, yeah. Yeah. But he's he's in that generation. Uh, but Right, right. Yeah. Um no, so this is it. I seen the commercial, but I ignored it. Okay. Like not, but not on purpose. It just I wasn't paying it because I really didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I will say this about I, I I will say this about Twenty One though. I like him as a featured artist. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. And maybe maybe this album will be it. He's not. That's not my. That's not. That's not for me. But I I will listen to see if he got something, if that's fair. Okay. But I will say, hearing him featured on some track, like I think he was on Schoolboy album. Yeah. And that verse yeah. was hard. Yeah. I, that verse was hard. Um, so I like him as a featured artist. But I'm gonna check out. I'm going YouTube and check out the commercial to get Morgan Freeman. Like that's crazy, right? There. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. They got to be one of those things that it's just like because there's like no nothing going on in Hollywood. Morgan Freeman's probably just sitting sitting in his mansion, and people are just saying, "Hey, can you voice this over? Can you do this?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it. Send my check. I got you." And he probably and he probably does. Like he probably gets so many offers just to do random shit, you yeah, know, that it takes only like twenty or thirty seconds to do. Exactly, that's a quick and check. He just him. picks it. He and he just picks and chooses. Like, all right, I do this. All right, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't got time. Exactly, that's crazy, man. One of the most iconic voices in history. Uh, let's move into the yeah. next one. Uh, Little Wayne's birthday happened. Uh, happened, and and we're actually going to talk about that in the last topic today as well. But he dropped a new song, uh, "Life of Mr. Carter." You get a chance to listen to this, Bailey? No, I didn't. I didn't really. Okay. I didn't. I, I didn't get to hear it. I didn't get to okay. hear it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll say this, um, this, bro. I, I, and I get it. I know that like the the Wheezy has changed so much, but there are certain in certain tracks on certain albums and certain verses. Like there's glimpses of 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 Wayne, our our old school Wayne, in there. And what I'll say is that that didn't come all the way out in this track, but there was there's a little bit of it that is just it. It makes you remember, like to me. My favorite Carter album is the Carter Two. That's my favorite Lil Wayne album of all time. Um, and the lead up to that album, I think he dropped like four mixtapes in the lead up to that album. Um, 
And that's an era that I remember very heavily because that was, I was eight, 17, 18 around that time. And that's like when I really, really, really started paying attention to the lyrics deeply. And it's just like, I have such an affinity for Lil Wayne that it, it's great and it hurts at the same time. Like to just see how his career went because he was on the ascent to be one of the all-time greats. And we'll talk about some of that later, but I'm, you know what, let mm-hmm. me just bury it because I'm burying the lead in some of the stuff we'll be talking about later. So listen to the song, uh, text me when you, when you listen to it, we'll talk about it off air. Uh, let's get into our right. TV. I, 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 I was going to add on to that, but it kind of goes into the last topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's why I stopped it. Uh, let's get into talking about power, and then we're going to actually talk about the debate. Let's get no, all this. Well, up look, and I, I, I meant I meant to do a disclaimer. Uh-huh. So I couldn't. I didn't finish the rest of the episode today. Okay. So which is a good thing because we can save that for when next Mary. week when Mary comes back and all we right, can double up. It. Let's get into the debate. So it work, so, so, so it work, it, it's working out. It's working out. Because I was trying my best to watch it earlier today, but I couldn't finish it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel it. The debate then, bro. The battle for America's oh. soul is what this has been called by a couple of people. Um, bro, what the what the fuck just happened last night, bro? What was that? Like SNL. This was SNL. <sighs> Every bit of it was SNL. I laughed the whole debate, right? And I tweeted out, and I was dead serious. I was like, Biden is winning the debate, but Trump is winning the argument. America is losing, though. Point blank, period. That is fact. Because I th- five years ago, I think Biden would whoop Trump ass. But because <laughs> Biden got up there stuttering, mm-hmm. Trump... Trump sounded like Trump sounded like a bully that was getting picked on, that got caught, you know, doing something bad and tried to blame it on somebody else. He kept blaming shit on China, and I knew eventually they would pull out, they would pull out their their uh their secret their secret cards, which was we knew Biden was going to bring up Trump's uh tax shit, mm-hmm. and then we knew Trump was going to bring up the bill in '94. So we knew <laughs> that's what we was waiting on. Was the was him to pull out those heavy hitters? I think Biden handled it real good. It's just I I would say it was it was like this: Biden was spitting bars, but mm-hmm. it just didn't come off right. Biden you know was what I'm saying he he looked at the camera, he used the hand signal, yeah, pointed towards America. He did all that, and he got some bars off, but he also showed that he could be bothered. And, and and don't get me wrong, Trump gets under all our skins. Uh-huh. But when he told that man, he when he said, "Will you just shush?" <laughs> but but the thing is, is that and people are saying that. Okay, so this the debate went the exact way that I thought it was going to go, honestly. And that's not me mm-hmm. trying to act like I'm like a prophet or anything. I thought Biden was going to come out. He was going to originally. He's going to stay to the points for as long as he can, and eventually. He's gonna start throwing shots back at back at Trump. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Trump dodged. Yeah. He dodged almost everything of of note of of importance. He he didn't have answers. He like if you go back outside of him throwing shots at Biden about like personal stuff. His son uh, saying, "Well, you were you've been here forty seven years." Like he repeated that line so much. You didn't do nothing in forty seven years. It was like that one person who all you have to say is like in in high school when you're joining, all you have to keep bringing up is the time that you saw somebody piss on themselves in first grade. And it's like, that's your that's the that's all you got while they come in with heat and and facts with you. Now, eventually, Biden did start, you know, he called him a clown, the uh, Putin's puppy uh, thing and and telling him just shut up or or will, will you be quiet? And then the, that that stuff isn't as bad because I like I, I don't mind seeing him throw jabs because he's kind of using Trump's own tactic against him. 
and Trump didn't have a lot of the quips that he had in, in the election four years ago when he was when he was debating Hillary's. Like I feel like Trump and Biden are both off their games, but Biden's more on his. The thing that mm-hmm. to me that hurt it for Biden is when he, when Biden started cutting Trump off too, and when Biden also started cutting the moderator off. That's when you okay now now you're starting to lose it because if he had not because cut Trump that's off, not, that's not it. That's not that's not his boxing exactly. Style. That's not how he. That's not how you get Exactly. Down. If he would have let not cut off Trump, not cut off the moderator, and just stuck to the facts, threw in little shots where he could there, I think people will be saying this, this it was a landslide for Biden. Biden still won the debate, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think that black eye that both of them walked away with, like, it, it's one of those things. It was almost like two boxers walking out the ring, both beat the fuck up. Like, that, that's what this one came off with. It didn't feel like there was a true winner just because Biden got out, out of his game. I think... Ultimately, they're going to come back. Hopefully, he can regroup. Um, but I still, overall, I, I feel like Trump didn't have. What if America's paying attention to the things that matter and not just? I get it. There, it's a it's a clown show. But if they're paying attention to the stuff that matters, when you walk away from this, Trump did not denounce white supremacy when he was flat out asked and given an option to. He did not have an answer to the to 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 his taxes. He did not have an answer to healthcare or or a reform or anything like that biden had answers to that but it was caught up in everything Uh else so it's like ah i don't know i don't know man biden biden spoke he tried to speak to everybody yeah when trump but trump stuck to his demographic that's exactly what it did and then biden didn't get off his game until trump got personal Mm -hmm. it really hit him hard when he brought up his two sons especially the one that was in recovery Mm -hmm. and that really hurt him because you could tell because he was like he started talking about his other son and all the accomplishments and stuff like that and then went into his other son and saying well look my son is back home getting he's getting help you know what i'm saying and you don't have to go that deep you shouldn't have to go that deep and he got personal and that's when that's when biden got out of his game Mm -hmm. but uh again though i i feel like Biden actually won that debate. It's just that he switched up his style and tried to play Trump's game, and that's just not for him. Yeah, for sure. And he got to start sharpening up his bars too. That's yeah. it. Well, yeah, yeah. Biden isn't as sharp as what he was back in the day. Now, um, I, I, you know, they're they're doing two more of these. I can't remember the dates. I think the next one's on the fourteenth of October, if I'm not mistaken. Um. I really, I'm really going to be interested to see how they how both sides change up. Then, of course, the third one, but. I love the fact that Biden stayed on talking to America. I love the fact that he brought up families and, you know, COVID and the amount of deaths is really going to be a big thing here as well. And, you know, all, Trump saying at the beginning, like, well, we won the election. We we won the House. We have the right to pick the Supreme Court justice. Those are all facts. Like, I don't want to make it seem like Trump was just out there acting like a complete idiot the whole time. But the thing is, is that now he's shown like hopefully Trump's people are getting him together to where they're like, look, you got to have answers for some of this shit because it's it's gonna fucking kill him like if you don't have answers like at some point if you don't have answers for these questions it's gonna be a question in every fucking debate and if you don't have it biden if biden can get himself together and not let him be taken out of his game he can win all three of these debates now i've i've argued with people before how much debates really do sway votes in 2020 because i think most people know who they're gonna vote for regardless the debate's almost just entertainment for us at this point but you know i'm sure there are a group of people who do this is the only time they pay attention to politics. So all they all every all the political information they're getting are going to be from these debates. And for those people, I completely understand why this was just a clown show to everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You know, um, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a comedy show. So yeah. 
That's sad. To, that's sad to say when we're talking about you know Who's the country on this fucking country. Ooh. Right. All right. Uh, so next week, Wednesday, we got Kamala Harris, Pence, bro. Th- I don't want to say this because then if it comes, if it's different, I'm sure it's going to get thrown in my face. But just Kamala Harris is like Obama light when it comes to these debates. She's not, I don't think anyone is as good as as Kamala Harris when it comes to I mean, as good as Obama that, when it comes what, to debates. Everybody's going to tune into that. Everybody's but going to tune into that. I just I just don't see what Pence can like the fact that they showed this commercial to lead into it. And uh, Kamala's being interviewed and he's like, well, yeah, Pence says he can't he can't wait to de- debate you. The fact that that smirk that came on her face told me everything I needed to know, bro. That smirk, mm-hmm. then that little giggle, and then says that, oh, good, me too. Like, that shit was just like, oh, fuck, she's finna kill this motherfucker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna see what happened with that. I'm definitely gonna tune into that. Man. Hey, but your man said, the man said he brought back Big Ten football. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some, Ameri- there's some Americans out there that said, you know what? He did. Like, bro. That is crazy. I, I, I live in Columbus, Ohio, bro. The Ohio State football is a, is a, is a religion here. Mm-hmm. That's all, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, that's all it needs yeah. to be said. Like when you he know, Trump knows his base very well. That's why he won't denounce white supremacy because those are yeah. the motherfuckers who are voting for him. And white supremacy is the biggest base in this country. So the fact that you have uh, that 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 he has that as a base, that's what's gonna make it extremely difficult to get him out of office, regardless of all of this. But we'll see, man. What was the training that he took away? Hmm? It, what was the training that he took away? Oh fuck, I don't. It remember. was a tra- yeah. it was a training course that he took away because it said it was racist. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it. Was... <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, fuck. I'm good. Oh, God. Hey, did you see that? Or oh, hey, but what about that? Um, did you see that metal plate thing in his head? Well, okay, yeah. Shout out to Hype Williams again, who uh, who pointed it out that it's called. Damn, I can't remember what she said. It's called, but it's meant to pull back your face. To make you to make you appear younger, so he's basically wearing old women wear it, basically, and he's wearing it. So, okay, all right, yeah. because a few people them hit me up and asked me if I seen it, and I was like, no, nah, I didn't really. And then they sent me a tweet and they showed the picture of it. So okay, now I get it. That's scary still, but all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean that's how fucking. Oh, I found the tweet. She said it's a facelifter, and that is something that old women wear to appear snatched and younger. So he's he's basically mm-hmm. on there being a bad bitch. That's what Trump was on. He okay. was on stage being a bad bitch. And I think the great way to end this is the same thing that if for those who are watching after the debate. After the b- debate, Joe Biden was hugged, embraced by his wife, while Trump and his wife were standing to the side, holding hands, looking awkward. And you can see him kind of tug her to like come give him a hug, and she's just standing there. That's that's mm-hmm. that that's like a great visual uh, to end this. So we're just gonna go ahead. Hop off that. We're going to get into our last segment right after this break. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right, bro. 
So we alluded to it earlier. It was Lil Wayne's 38th birthday. Um, and so I wanted to have a conversation, A, about his career, uh, where we rank him on the all-time favorite MC list, and then also to end it, like our favorite Lil Wayne verse or Lil Wayne song. So which one you want to go with first, B? Mm, well, I guess we can go with Lil Wayne's best verse. Okay, what you got? I'm going to go with the verse that he had on Jada Kiss album. Um, damn, what was the song called? I can and it, and it was on top. It was on Jada Kiss top uh, top five that uh, that are alive. alive. Yeah, but I'm forgetting the track name though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he killed. He killed that verse. He killed that verse. Shit, that whole go DJ that whole track. That is a classic right there. That's a fact. Um, yeah, he got so many. I was going to say though before we even get finish that mm-hmm. is that I don't have a favorite Carter album. I don't. Oh, okay. My, my favorite little Wayne is Lights Out. Okay, that's fair enough. I like. I like. I like. I like before talks of going to Def Jam, Little Wayne. Okay. Uh, the song you're talking that, about, wait, are you talking about Death Wish? Death Wish. That was on go. the last kiss. That was on the last that, kiss. That was on the last, okay, yeah, my, fault, the last my, fault, my fault, my fault, my yeah. fault, my fault. You right, you right, you right, you right, you right. That shit was hard. Yeah. I be on my wave left shit, better hit right or get left, <laughs> that shit was hard. <laughs> oh, man, I can't, so my favorite Lil Wayne verse that nigga said, let's just kill him and get breakfast. <laughs> Bro, there's something. People, I may get crucified for this. Like, I'm not saying. Uh, that's the thing. So best and favorite are different for me. I'm able to separate that my favorite verse is not necessarily his best verse. So I guess I'm answering this with my favorite. His verse on six foot, seven foot is fucking bananas to me. You like that one? I do. Okay. I do. I, I'm not mad um, at it. Uh, yeah, I, I really do love that verse. Um, Another one, No Problems off Coloring Book. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think what else, but to go back to the album that you, that you love, his verse from Shine on Lights Off, oh, bro, that's that was that was so that was the first the first album where I took Wayne seriously as a he was on the precipice of being a lyricist. Like before then, Wayne was Wayne was cool. He's always had a dope flow. He's always had there was always mm-hmm. something interesting about about Wayne. But that, on that Lights what, Out album, started with. yeah. That Lights Out album was the first album where I'm like, this nigga can spit. That album is yeah. hard than a motherfucker. Yeah. That uh, the, my favorite track is the joint with the um, with the sampled MJ track. Okay, okay. Um, I can't think of the no, name. You know what? I take it back. I know what my favorite Lil Wayne verse is, and by far, What's by that? far, hell yeah, fucking right with Drake. I love his verse on that on that song. Okay. All right, I'm not yeah. mad. It's attached to one of your favorite artists. And, no, I fucking hate Drake. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the the remix that Lil Wayne did to that Mario song, uh, the I Can Feel Your Heart beat, he did a remix to that and had a verse on it, and that verse is fucking sick. Okay, all right. So I'm a, I'm going to, I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this one. Okay. I actually enjoyed every bit of the Lollipop song. Pause. <laughs> The, the the video was cheesy. Don't get me wrong. The video was cheesy. Oh, but man. But I really liked the lollipop song. That shit was hard. Man, listen. <sighs> I think it was just the flow of the song. Yeah. It was just the mellow mellow flow of the song. Look, I know, man. I'm a fire man. Fire for fire. That shit was hard, too. Yeah. I mean, Wayne's had so many. If we just talking about, like, Wayne, and, this is, and that's why... 
And I don't even, I don't even like people who are saying like Wayne, you know, he completely fell off. If you look at the period between, even if we go to lights out, if we go to lights out through all the way to the Carter three, four, whatever, that man released so much material between mixtapes, albums, features and other people's shit. Like if you look at, he's, he probably released more albums than that four or five year stretch than some people do in a decade. And it was all fire. There was a period in time where everything Wayne touched was fucking amazing. And yeah. And you can't take that away from somebody like that. Like he, he, he made people who say he burnt out, whatever. And I know the lean and everything played a play a part in it as well. But what he was able to do in that time period, I don't think you can take Drake. You can take Jay. I don't think anybody was able to kick out as much great material in that time as what Wayne was able to do. That's just that, and I stand on that. Nobody can take that away from him. Well, he had a good past because he started out with a legendary group. And at the time, he wasn't supposed to be the best one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that because that of the cat. It was made to be a launching pad for Juvenile. That's the reason that was put exactly. together. He was supposed to be the star. Exactly. But go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, no, no. You're right because I have, I I had an episode. I'm not sure how far down the line it is, but I was asking who is the all time. Uh, cash money great you know what i'm saying mm. a lot of people went with bg a lot of people went with juvenile a lot of people went with turk and a lot of people went with wayne so that's just letting you know like yo this was a legendary group right here yeah. and he wasn't supposed to be the star out of those uh four nope and he just and he just stood out and then after that he kind of like upgraded his flow and then when he when he became a free agent and we knew and we just knew he was going to Def Jam, I still feel like to this day he should have went to Def Jam. Yeah, yeah, I think. To, I, I think still getting... feel, to this day I still feel like that would have just it was just I don't know, man. I mean, he has a he has a Hall of Fame career, but I think if he would have went that that other route, he probably would have had a Hall of Fame career that probably would have bumped him up in the rankings, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, I mean, and that and that just shows you like the people you have around you because at the end of the day, like Wayne got to a point to where nobody could tell him anything in Cash Money. I think if he would have signed a Def Jam, would have been basically uh, Jay Z's protege uh, at that time. Like that would have completely changed, like because he would have been introduced to a business side much earlier. Like this whole thing that that ended up coming down with Cash Money, him not knowing how much money was being taken from him, that wouldn't have happened because Jay. I, 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 I believe would have taught him the business side of things the same way he did with mm-hmm. Kanye. That would have changed his whole, and then working with other producers that would have opened him up to a whole new, a whole new game at that point. But, um, and that's what it could have should have. Let's talk about it though, bro. Where do you, where do you, where do you think Wayne's legacy ranks with, with the other great MCs? Not being, and this is not being, not me being an asshole and not being biased mm-hmm. and really not, and really not thinking about a lot of artists right now, but I can respectfully respectfully put him in the, somewhere between in the top seventeen. Okay. In the top seventeen. Yeah, I think I think from he's definitely in the top fifteen. Um, I'd have to like actually write out a list to see like how close he gets to being in that top ten. Um, mm-hmm. but when you look at somebody who I I, I didn't want to put him I didn't want to put him top twenty because I feel like. I feel like he should be between 10 and 15, mm-hmm. but I know if I write down the list, it's going to push him down a little bit. So I'm making sure I cap it off at like 17. He could be right at 17. Exactly. 
And you look at somebody who's like, Lil Wayne just turned 38 years old. The Hot Boys' first album released in 1997. He's been in the game 23 years, bro. Yeah. I mean, he That's started, I mean, crazy. we the same we the, we the same age, so I got to salute him. So, like, what he was, the fact that we even, that he solidified, that, I mean, regardless, you nobody can rank him out of the top 20. Like, it's just impossible. Like, nah, I, I, nah. Somebody I think, would have I think to he some, in the top 20 for sure. Yeah, he, they would have to do some hellified convincing to say that he's not in the top 20. And like I said, I couldn't the, even the argue. Only cat, the, only cats, the only cats that can push him out of the top 20 mm-hmm. is the cats from the early 80s. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um. But yeah, like Wayne's career, Wayne's legacy, I I don't I don't see it can't it can't be argued. Um and it it just sucks because it's like if if the lean and the drugs and the stuff wouldn't have taken him away, but what what would we have gotten? We've got another five solid 5 to 6 years of just great content, but you know, like I said, the woulda coulda shoulda. Wayne is he's a legend. He's a modern day legend and you can't take anything away from from Little Wayne as an artist because we got to see Little Wayne grow up um he grew up with a lot of us like that's that's part of the reason why we love wayne so much is because we were at that same age at the time wayne was releasing these albums um and like we've talked about like it's hard to stay relevant for that long and wayne as much as he's he doesn't have the impact that he used to at all but he's still very much relevant people still pay attention to what little wayne does yeah yeah that's a fact that's a fact well i mean that's that's because of the impact on the game and just keeping his name, he's trying to keep his name alive. It's just, and you know what? You can't really fault him for, I guess, quote unquote, falling off is because at the end of the day, we look at them as artists, but they're fucking human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes they might get tired of the game. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I can't, I can't really judge him when he picks a different path. We just went to talk about Jeezy upgrading his life. You know what I'm saying? We see what Gilly did, you know, and, and you know what, <laughs> speaking of Gilly, you know, that's a cat that was a part of his career. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once Gilly left, you could, you, you, you can tell that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. a, a little, a little of that spunk left. So <laughs> it's like, uh. So, no, man, at the end of the day, man, I got my jokes for Lil Wayne, but I also got my love for him, too. I, I still prefer the the Southern Lil Wayne uh, over anything, but, you know. Yeah. Well, hats off to Lil Wayne. Uh, happy belated 38th birthday. Um, damn, man, we getting old, bro. We getting old, man. Yeah. Hey, I mean, <laughs> the, older you get, the older you get, the wiser you get, the younger you get. That's true. That's true. But well, that's it. That's been an episode of the Breaks Radio. Uh, you see us next week. We'll come back with Mary. We'll be talking about the vice presidential debate then. I can't wait to have it. I just can't. I'm super. I'm excited about this. Like, it's a heavyweight boxing fight, bro. I'm so excited for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Baylor, go yeah. ahead. Leave him, leave him any parting words. Give him your social media. At Baylor Great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Overrun with BTG, a part of the Rare Saunders Network and the president of the Melanin Mafia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's. That's about it. No more orders either. No more. <laughs> oh, man. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. As far as parting words, I ain't got none. Watch the debates, vote, educate yourself. We need to, uh, the only way we can get change, I don't want to hear nothing from people who complain about the way shit is in this country if you don't know shit about what's going on in politics. It sucks. It, it, it's depressing sometimes. It makes you question why you live in this country. But if we really want to make some serious change, we have to start taking politics more seriously. So that's my part in words. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio at gmail.com. And lastly, you can send us, uh, if you want to send us a voicemail, you can do so at 614 614- 
547-2039. We're the number one podcast for the culture. This week, we out. Peace. Peace. Mary, come back to us. We miss you, Mary. Yellow yellow hummer, yellow bands, yellow cruiser, yellow lack on the drop yellow bet, and a platinum rose rice. That's seven different cars. Every day I got a choice. On my way to book a joint. She be making me moist, giving me head while she humming. She be playing with her voice. And she got nice thighs and big plump ass. She can ride a dick too. Make me come fast. I like the modeling bitches. I love them swallowing bitches. Where them hoes headed at? I'm about to follow them bitches. I know you with your folks, but that nigga is broke. You might as well open your legs up and let a nigga poke. I'ma show you what it is not to be a window shopper. Mama, you can have it. Mama, you can have pride. All you gotta do is break a nigga off proper. You can be with your man. I ain't trying to stop you. From my head down to my shoes. No 22s. Check my baby mama. Rovers, not condos. I'ma spin it till it's gone. Don't know when I'm coming home. I'll X and drink Chris. Baby, name me Shia Wayne. That's a change. You could catch me in the aqua rain. Squatting things with them 22 and robber's blades. Diamond face, diamond brace. More colors than that game. Simon says, go and red. And mommy, I'm on 45. She told me I'm a list. She didn't like too much of this, but give the diamonds head. And so I took it anyway. But bitch, I got a Anyway, okay, let's talk about this ice that I'm carrying. All these carrots, like I'm a fucking vegetarian. Nigga.